Welcome back to another Elevator Talk. Today is day two of my 12 Days of Christmas series, and today we're talking about dealing with holiday depression. So let's jump right on in. So the stress of the holidays can bring about sadness and depression for many people. So this time of the year is especially difficult for people who have lost loved ones, and because of the COVID-19 pandemic, things have just changed completely. There's an expectation for everyone to be merry and giving, and many people just don't have it in them. There are so many people that say, Michelle, I just don't have it in me this year. I don't feel like being merry. I don't feel like giving. I don't feel like doing anything. So here's some things that contribute to that stress and that can make the holidays difficult to deal with. So number one, your finances. Not having enough money to buy gifts and the things that you want during the holiday season can be very depressing. Let's just keep it all the way real. And at some point in time, if we're real with ourselves, we all have been down that road. I think the biggest reason that people get depressed is because they feel like they have let themselves down and they've let other people down. They feel that everyone else will be celebrating and having fun and they can't afford, they can't afford to really celebrate. Well, can I just let you in on a little secret? Just the way you're feeling, the people that you think are all happy and they're giving and they're merry and they're joyful, they may be going through the same thing that you're going through. They're not going to tell you that, but they probably are. Number two, stress. Planning and shopping for the holidays can be both fun and stressful at the same time. It's even more stressful when you're the only one doing all of the work. That means you're the only one that's cleaning the house. You're the only one that's decorating. You're the only one doing the co uh, cooking, the shopping. You have to send out invitations. You're mailing out Christmas cards and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. It can be a lot and it can be stressful. And, and, and then when your guests and your family members show up, now, because of COVID, we should not be having these big gatherings. Let me just keep that in mind. I want to put that out there. But but when your family members typically show up, everything is just so beautiful. They're like, oh, everything is just wonderful. Your, your, your decorations are just absolutely gorgeous. Your tree is phenomenal. The food is, is, is delicious. The place settings, the table, everything is just picture perfect. Looks like something straight out of a good housekeeping magazine. But what they don't know is that you had to do all of that yourself. And it's not because you're in the house by yourself. Sometimes it is. I will say that sometimes you it is just you. And so you are doing all of this. But I'm talking about when you have other people in your home, you have a spouse or a significant other, you have children, but they're not doing their part and you're forced to have to do everything. And you do it. Why? Because you want to have a wonderful holiday season. And you know that if you don't do the things that you need to do, they're just not going to get done. Number three, loneliness. So studies have shown that 43% of Americans are single and 27% of Americans live alone. So when your friends are spending time with their significant others and family members, some people are left feeling sad and lonely. So we have to understand that there are some individuals who, like I said, are single and or they live alone. Some people are single and they live alone. So wherever you fall in that category, just know you're counted in that number. And especially now that we're dealing with this COVID pandemic situation and, and we're being asked not to travel and you really having to be in the house by yourself. And let's say you have family members that live in a whole nother state that can be depressing. 
because those family members are getting together, but you're feeling left out. You're over here by yourself. And that can make you feel sad and lonely that your friends and, 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 and your co-workers and probably even your enemies too, they're spending time with their families and, and, and friends and what have you, but you're by yourself. So loneliness is, is, is a key factor in being depressed. So I need you guys, I'm gonna put it out there right now. I am a life coach, I'm a certified life coach. So if you ever feel like you are in a state of, of, of feeling just down and, and lonely and you just need to talk, always reach out to me. I will make time to talk to you. I will make time to pray with you because I don't want anybody to feel like you are just by yourself and you have nobody to talk to and nobody understands how you feel. Now, I have to honestly say that I am not married and I don't live with my significant other, but I never feel lonely. I just truly do not. Number one, I know that God is with me all the time, but I know that I can pick up the phone and I can talk to people. Some folks don't even have that to, to do. I can get and my church stays well connected through Zoom meetings and what have you. So I never get a chance to feel like I'm alone. So I just need you to understand that you always have somebody that you can talk to. So don't ever, ever feel like you can't talk to anybody or you have no one to talk to. Number four, grief. Missing a deceased loved one is painful at any age. But I think about seniors and how they have more reasons to grieve because this time of the year causes them to think about holidays of long ago. And it can really make you miss what you had. And I, I specifically said seniors because I love it when I see older couples out. It just warms my heart to see older couples out and about still holding hands. They're both moving a little slow, but they're together. And they can still enjoy the holidays together and all these other great moments together. But when you see seniors out and about and it's just them and they don't have anyone to celebrate the holidays with, I just say a prayer because I don't want them to sit around grieving their, their significant other, their loved one, thinking about, wow, you know, I remember Christmas time, we used to do this, or we used to go here, we used to go there, and we used to put up this beautiful tree and uh, that, that special wreath on the door, whatever it is that, that they used to do. And so again, this can go for any age that grief can set in when a person that you love dearly is no longer here, especially, especially, especially if this is your first Christmas without that individual or those individuals, especially if they're recently deceased because COVID complicated issues, it's going to be really, really hard. Don't, don't fool yourself. Don't kid yourself. It is going to be hard. And you very well may need to seek professional help. Now, I'm not that person that you need to talk to because I'm not trained in that area. But if that's the case, I do want to encourage you to seek professional help. Number five, newly divorced people. If you're newly divorced, the holidays may remind you of happier times and it heightens your sense of grief. Children of divorced parents can also feel a sense of grief, especially if they have to spend time with only one parent at a time. Now, granted, you know, you have some families where the mom and dad are deceased. Um, oh, Lord, have mercy, not deceased. Please forgive me. Divorced. <laughs> and they still get along enough where they can come together and have 
you know, spend the holidays together. You have some where the parents are divorced, they moved on, they're either seeing someone else or they've remarried and everybody gets together and they have a wonderful time. I think that's great. But you also have individuals that are divorced and they can't stand each other. I mean, truly just because I don't like to use the word hate. If you know me, then you know that. But they just truly cannot stand one another. The sight of that other person just makes them want to scream. And, and so in that case, if they have children, some of them, uh, this is what I've had people heard, you know, had people tell me over the years, the, the children will spend, let's say, Thanksgiving with one parent, Christmas with another parent. Or they spend Christmas Eve with one parent, Christmas Day with another. And, and, and that can just be hard for everybody. Now, sometimes the kids probably won't mind, especially if mom and dad are competing for their children's love. Y'all know how y'all do that, where mom says, well, look, I'm going to get them everything on their list. And dad says, oh, no, mom ain't going to, she's not going to outdo me. I'm going to make sure I get them a whole bunch of stuff, too, because that does happen. In which case, the kids, they're just boiling over because they're like, good God, we hit pay dirt with all of our Christmas stuff. But, you know, like I said, being newly divorced or just being divorced, period can make you depressed, especially, especially because things happen. Let's just be clear about that. Things happen in every relationship. But at some point in time, there was happiness in that relationship. And at some point in time, there was real true love for one another in that relationship. And so there's some great holiday memories there. Now, you may not be able to stand each other now, but at some point in time, you all did. Number six seasonal affective disorder or as most people know it as sad so this is brought on when the weather is gloomy outside and the days get shorter it's even worse when you're by yourself so the signs of depression include but they're not limited to feelings of sadness worthlessness guilt crying and i'm talking about just crying for no reason just well i'm not gonna say no reason but crying because a song comes on and it makes you cry or something is said or you see something and it, it may trigger a memory and it just causes you just to start crying. Loss of interest in usual activities, fatigue, difficulty, concentrating. Your mind is just all over the place. You just find that you can't focus on anything. Irritability, social withdrawal. You, you're more apt to spend time by yourself than around other people. It could be changes in your sleep pattern, changes in your weight or your appetite. And let me just say this. Sometimes those things go hand in hand. Your appetite changes and you start craving junk food. Your weight's going to go up. Your appetite changes and you don't feel like eating as much. Your appetite is going to go down. So they kind of go hand in hand. So you need to be careful about that. I will say this, if you're these symptoms that I just described, and again, it's not limited to just those because it could be other things. But if those symptoms persist longer than a few weeks, you really need to seek professional help. And I cannot stress that enough. You have got to seek professional help. Too many times we read about people who have taken their own lives, especially around the holiday season, season because they become so depressed and they feel like they have nobody else to turn to, nobody else to talk to. But again, I'm gonna encourage you to seek professional help because the best I can do for you is pray with you. I can listen to you talk about how you're feeling, but I am not clinically trained to help 
people that are dealing with depression. That's just not my area. See, I believe in walking in my gift and that's just not it. So again, you need to see, need to seek professional help. So let me do a quick recap and I promise I will let you be. So again, this is day two of our 12 days of Christmas series. And we're talking about dealing with holiday depression. And I talked about some things that can contribute to your stress. Number one was finances. That's a big one, especially in this time and season that we're dealing with. Finances will be a huge reason why a lot of people are depressed. Number two, it's stress. You know, there's good stress and there's bad stress. Me, stress is just stress. And if you find that you have to do everything to make the holiday season great, it can be stressful. The end result is just picture perfect. But people don't see the backstory of how you got to where you are with that end result. And it can be very stressful. Number three, I talked about loneliness. And how so many people feel alone. But, you know, you can have people that have folks around them 24-7 and still be alone or still feel alone, I should say. So, again, you might need to seek some legal profession of legal, some professional help to deal with that as well, because loneliness is huge around the holiday season. Number four, I talked about grief. Grief of a relationship didn't work out. Doesn't have to be necessarily be a marriage, but it could be you were dating somebody and the relationship just didn't work out. So where you and that individual were together for the last two Christmases or the last two holidays, this year it's just you. You're riding solo. So that can bring about grief. Folks that are missing loved ones that are no longer here. That can definitely bring about gr uh, grief. And we talked about how especially in seniors when they don't have that significant other with them. You know, they start to think about holidays of yesteryear and how great things were. And especially if you get out that photo album and you start looking through all the pictures and the, the family members that are no longer here, that can just cause you to fall deeper into grief and despair, okay? Number five, newly divorced individuals. That can be stressful, sometimes for the kids, sometimes not. It can be stressful for the parents. And if y'all just couldn't stand each other and the sight of that other person just made you want to claw their eyes out, you may not be depressed. You're just happy that you're not with that person this holiday season. But a part of you, a part of you is still going to miss having that person around for the holidays, especially if you all have had some, some great times over the years with, some, with a lot of fun and happiness and joy. Oh, yeah, you're going to think about those things because that's just a part of life. And then lastly, I talked about uh, seasonal affective disorder or otherwise known as SAD and I talked about how it's brought on when the weather's gloomy outside and some people deal with this anyway not just at the holiday season but I've worked I've had the opportunity to work with at least two people I know that suffered from this and and again it's just brought on by the weather if it's overcast and cloudy outside you know the days get shorter so it's not staying light longer people deal with this so that's just is not something that comes on just during the holiday season but you know it is one of those things that you need to think about and I gave you some signs of depression and I let you know that that list is not it's not a a conclusive list of things but it's just some things to to, to look out for and I'll do a quick recap of those 
feelings of sadness, worthlessness, guilt, crying, loss of interest, and usual activities, fatigue, difficulty concentrating, irritability, social withdrawal, changes in your sleep, your weight, your appetite. And again, I cannot stress it, if these symptoms persist longer than a few weeks, you really need to seek professional help. I'm not asking you, I am telling you. And I promise you will thank me for it later because you need it and you need it worse you need you need it more so than you actually think that you do okay that's all i have you guys i want you to go out there and be great because great is calling you until our next elevator talk take care